What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Malari. So tonight is the college football playoff final. It is Georgia, the number one team in the country, versus TCU, the number three team in the country, at 7.30 on ESPN at SoFi Stadium. Georgia's currently favored by 13.5 points in this game. Obviously, very good year, 14 in a record. I'm going to do a quick preview of this game with the sports guru, Mike Hurley. Going to have him on in just a second. So hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you guys for listening. Here he is, the sports guru, Mike Hurley, returning Let's back go. to the pod. How are we doing, Mike? Good, good. Great night. Great night for football. He's a big he's a big Georgia guy, so this is a huge night for you. You've been a big Georgia guy now for the past three, four, five years now, so it's obviously a big night for college football and you. Uh, how do you feel about this game tonight? Obviously, Georgia. Uh, it's tough to pick favorites. a favorite. Tough to pick a favorite in the game because uh, I think I told you earlier in the year that Max Duggan should have been the Heisman Trophy winner. So Yeah, you were a big Duggan guy. It. He's proved he punched his way in the playoffs. Yeah. Got another win. Played great in that game. I mean, he's 14-20 passing, but... Four touchdowns in that game versus Michigan. Also, 57 yards on the ground, 225 in the air. I mean, he had a very good game. Four touchdowns is very impressive against that Michigan defense. Yeah, the, Michigan was touted as the second-best defense to Georgia, so now he's got to go against the top dogs. Michigan only gave up 27 points, the most they gave up in a single game this year. Before the game, they gave up 51 to TCU, which is nuts. Yeah, I think there's a couple of defensive scores, though, right? Yeah, pick I mean, six. yeah, exactly. Yeah, there were there were a couple pick sixes. Bud, Bud Clock, yeah. safety, absolute beast, Bud made there. a pick six of uh, J.J. McCarthy. But how do you feel about TCU in this game? I know they're underdogs, obviously, but you do like the way they play. Obviously, play gritty. We're long shots for the year. You think they stick within that 13.5 points? You think it's going to be a blowout and be over uh, that? Or? I think they do, but I do think that Georgia wins. Um I think Georgia, you know, they just barely snuck by. So sometimes if a team catches a big break, a top team like that, they can they can go ahead and take care of business next game. I just think they have more they just got more NFL talent on the field. Georgia's you know, stacked. You need sometimes you need a little scare. Uh, I think last year they probably could have gone undefeated all the way, but they let their foot off the gas against Alabama, uh, Alabama in the SEC championship game. Got their revenge, but yeah, they did they did And then they up. smoked them. In the championship. I see. That was one game. That championship game last year, I thought Bam was going to win. But beating a team twice in the same year, yeah, especially I, like that, is hard to do. So I was against Georgia last year. I didn't think they were going to beat Bama. I thought Bama was the better team. Even though Georgia was stacked, Bama I just never really bet against when they're in those big games. I know you're not a fan. bet against Bama. Yeah, you're not a big Bama fan. Cry, baby. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I do like a lot of their players all, all the time. I was a big Calvin Ridley fan. Uh, you liked Najee back in the day. Uh, I mean, Najee. I still like Najee. Calvin Ridley's a beast. Jalen Waldo is my boy. Your boy, too. Patriots, I like got, a lot of, Patriots got a lot of guys off both teams. You got Dame Harris. We got uh, Mac Jones. The defensive lineman, too. Uh, the defensive tackle, Balmore. Christian Balmore is a Bama guy. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. I wanted him to be the. I thought they would pick him. Uh, I thought they'd pick him. He's a steal in the second but, round. Steal in the second yeah. round. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Andrews, the centers from Georgia. We got um, Isaiah Wynn, who's not good. Georgia. Sony Michelle is a Georgia guy. Yeah, um, some other guy. Damon Harris was a Bama guy. Yeah, Matt Jones, your boy. He has a lot on the Patriots there. I mean, the Giants obviously have their fish or Georgia guys as well. They're uh, all over the NFL. You got them. Yeah, no, there's a ton. There's a ton. Andrew Thomas and the Giants. Um, yeah. Then obviously you look Neil. at Evan Neal too, Alabama, of course. Linda Collins was a Bama guy. Uh, Xavier McKinney, a Bama guy. So Giants and Patriots both find, their, uh, find themselves drafting <laughs> a lot of those guys in the draft. But a lot of stars... In the NFL today are Bama guys or, you know, Georgia guys. So it'll be a lot in this game for Georgia. I'm sure we're going to make the league and obviously tear it up. Jalen Carter, that's one of them. That one of the best running backs least. ever at TCU. But Damian Tomlinson. <laughs> yeah, that was your boy. You were the NFL biggest fan of him. record for a single season. 
LT. The real LT is Lawrence Taylor, but it's all good. Mm. Lawrence Taylor's a real LT. But no, they're both they're both beasts. But um, so in this game, yeah, TCU obviously a long shot. But I mean, they were long shots before the season started. They were two hundred to one. Uh, you know, that was their mm-hmm. odds to make the college football playoff and win it. And now if they were to win this, they'd be the biggest long shot in history in the college football playoff history to win the national championship. They're two hundred one, two hundred to one odds before the season began to win it. And they find themselves here in this game, obviously in a big chance and a big, obviously showdown. I mean, George obviously wants to win, but TCU just being underdogs. I feel like the underdog always gets a little bit more of a of an edge just being an underdog. A little, yeah, a little push. A little, they've been probably underdogs in all the big games they've played. Yeah, for they sure. They won a lot of tight games, um, and I think they're. Yeah, I mean, you're at the the biggest stage now, so I expect them to cover that. Yeah, two, I, almost two touchdowns. That's I, a lot. I still think Georgia wins, but. TCU played pretty tough, even on the line of scrimmage against Michigan. So yeah, Michigan's got a good O line, good D line. They're good all around. Michigan, Michigan has the best O line in the country, probably. Yeah, no, they're they're so, good. They're good. That's why they're really well there. Like, uh, the yeah, Corum was a beast. He's going back actually for his senior year. Uh, he didn't play the game though, right? No, he was, was hurt. He was hurt a couple, uh, three games now, uh, and then he'll be back though. They kind of bottled up the run game aside from the first play of the game for Michigan. Yeah, they did. No, they played well. They played well against against that D line. Oh, the oh, the D line played well against Michigan's O line. Uh, Michigan didn't turn the ball over a lot until that game. No, they didn't. They got pick six right away. Bud Clark got that big pick six for TCU. You know, in the defensive backfield, uh, which was huge. But in that game, though, one thing that helped TCU is that they got out right away to a lead. They were up twenty-one to six at halftime. They had all the momentum right from the beginning. In this game tonight, do you see any chance with them getting out and getting out? You know, to a lead, seven nothing, ten nothing. I mean, Georgia started really slow. They were down like what. 38-24 in the third quarter. They're down pretty big, yeah. Two touchdowns in the third quarter, and then Bennett threw two fourth uh, quarter touchdowns. Uh, came up big when it mattered most. But, uh, play of the game. What was it? It was the play of the game. Let me think. Uh, I don't know. The timeout I, <laughs> the time out by Kirby on the fake. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. That was it. I was going to say Stetson Bennett's last touchdown. The fourth and one fake punt. I was going to say Stetson Bennett's second to last touchdown, which was a dime. But the I didn't. Mom, I didn't the, think of that the one. The missile, the yeah. yeah I was like, well, that came right after the punt. The fake was it? Punt. Yeah. So they sniff out the fake punt with the timeout. Then they get the ball back. Is um, you know what's called? Oh, I State ends up punting it, and then they come down the field with that. Smart. Play, I mean, there's touchdown. a lot of room. There was a lot of room. But that was a great throw. The DB fell. Yeah, there's great, great throw. Regardless, of, he, he added out. Probably that forty-five yards. Probably forty-five yards, and he ran what for thirty after the catch. Yeah, it was a, yeah, yeah, it was probably like a 40-yard pass, 30-yard. Yeah, it was a nice play. It was a 76-yard bomb, so. Yeah, it worked out, though. I thought you were going to say that was the play of the game, but I guess the time Yeah, out, I mean, both, the, both the quarterbacks, the good thing is they're, they're likable guys. They're not, like, top recruits. It's not Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Um, who's the other guy? Caleb Williams is a big recruit. Williams, yeah. yeah. So you get, you get to see some, you know. Underdogs. Some underdog players. They'll probably, I think they'll both get, they'll end up on NFL teams next year, probably. Uh, that's the thing, though. If you look at it with Stetson Bennett... Maybe even undrafted. I was like, for Stetson Bennett, they say he's a great eye for the game, so maybe he ends up being a coach one day. I mean, he'll probably try to obviously play, but... Yeah, but you could toss him in as a third-string QB. Probably, yeah. He'd probably be he's a played in the big, in big games. Sure. I mean, he's, imagine if he wins another national championship, or a back-to-back national champion. All right, hey, it's possible. Tough, to, tough not to take a flyer on a guy. I mean, he'll definitely be in a training camp roster. That's all there. you need. No, for sure. You, t- someone take a flyer. Once you get a training camp roster, anything can happen. They'll see how you're throwing in person. I mean, Hoyer's probably not coming back. I'll take him on the path. Yeah, why not, right? Why not? Um, he played Steven very well, though, on that. Zappy. Yeah, him and Zappy. Oh, you're a big Zappy guy. But 
Uh, Bennett played very well, though, in that game. Two fourth-quarter touchdowns in that game, and then also threw for 398 and three touchdowns. Also ran for a touchdown, so four total touchdowns. Yeah, he, both yeah he's got some good luck. They both scrambled, these guys. Four touchdowns apiece in, in their uh, you know respective semifinals games, which is huge. Um, and then, obviously, for Georgia, their offense is great, 39 a game. Uh, they're averaging, which is eighth in the country, but their defense averaged just 14.8 points per game allowed, which is fifth in all of college football, which is nuts. Yeah. What do you think is going to be – the edge for Georgia is it going to be their offense or their defense or is it collective? I mean, it's obviously collective. Both obviously have to play well to win, but what would you fear more for your TCU Georgia's defense or offense? Probably their defense, right? The defense probably, because I think they're good against the run. Like Ohio state pretty much abandoned the run game. They, they CJ shot through for like three forty five or whatever. Yeah. He was just yeah, tearing it out. Yeah. And that was the, the old way to beat Alabama was you could only beat them. If you had like Trevor Lawrence, for instance, who could chuck it all over the field. Cause yeah. college, I mean, a college team that's so dominant on defense is used to just dominating line of scrimmage, getting tons of run stuff, sacks, fumbles. So if you can actually throw the ball downfield, the defense is light. There's lots of open space. So it's really the only chance you have to keep up in the game. I think there's a pretty decent senior receiver on TCU. Yeah. Had a good game. Quentin Johnston. He's a beast. Six, yeah, six catches for 163 and a touchdown versus Michigan, which was huge. He's their number one receiver. Six, four. He's a big receiver. Six, four. Six, yeah, four. big guy. He's so. got some height. Um, you kind of need more than one guy, but hey, they don't get running right back. College sometimes you can go to one guy. That's no, nah, we know that for sure. We, we we've seen it. George Pickens, your boy. Keep going back to the well. George Pickens, Aaron Overton, Justin George Ross, Ross, and T Higgins. T Ross Higgins, just giving a T every play. Um, Kendra Miller, TCU's running back, will be out. It looks like with that injury he suffered in that game versus Ooh. Michigan. So yeah. the other guy uh, came in and did fine though. I think. Yeah, he was pretty solid. The backup running back, yeah, he was solid. Um, but it looks like and he'll Duggan, be out, though. Duggan's kind of a tank. He's like Tim Tebow. Duggan, yeah, Duggan actually makes plays on the ground. He had two rushing touchdowns in that game versus uh, Michigan, which was huge. Two rushing touchdowns on 57 rushing yards on 15 attempts. So pretty impressive. Yeah, I think in the red zone, he's a threat to score. I got to punch one in. For sure. Uh, and as for Georgia, though, their run game is pretty good, too. Dejon Edwards is pretty solid. Eight yeah, for 58 he had like on the ground. stable. And then Kenny McIntosh, 5 for 70 in that game uh, versus OSU. And OSU's D-line is pretty good. So going 5 for 70 versus OSU is pretty impressive. Yeah, I like McIntosh, Milton, right? The other guy. Yeah, Milton, Milton Edwards. Those are their three backs there, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, then de- and then their defensive lineman, Jalen Carter, he's a stud. He's going to be a top pick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 88. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. So we'll see what happens. So what, what do you think? Is your prediction for tonight's Ringo, game? Ringo. Oh, Ringo's going to be a top pick too. He's going to be a first rounder probably. So he's a stud yeah. corner. Yeah, I mean, his first round is all over that. Georgia. Oh no, there's, there were five what Team. last year? I, five yeah, first rounders, I believe. More. And then this year's probably going to be the four or five again. Pick. Yeah. This year will probably be what four or five first rounders, I'd say. Probably, yeah. Probably and they say like I was reading before that scouts are saying Jalen Carter is a better prospect than Trayvon Walker and the rest of the D line that they were drafted last year. On that Georgia team, I think so. Well, you know, I think N'Kobe Dean was the best player on their defense last year. Oh, stud tackler, he's a beast. And what's his name? Louis Seen. 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 The safety. He was the end of the. The safety game. from uh, Everett High, Massachusetts. Yeah, Everett. from Everett High, from Massachusetts, which is unreal that he played for Georgia and you know won a natty. Then ends up being a first round pick, uh, last pick of the first round, I believe, to the Minnesota Vikings. He was drafted the Vikings for sure. I don't know if it was. 31st or 32nd? Yeah. 32nd. So pretty impressive, obviously. And that rounds out the first round with five first rounders for them. Uh, so in this game tonight, what's your prediction for a score if you had to pick one? Is it going to be going over that 63 total? Because 63 is a lot. But I think if TCU could put I up mean, 51 the on Michigan. They played last week were high scoring. Yeah, TCU uh, put up 51 on Michigan, which is pretty impressive. Uh, and then obviously, you look at that Georgia game, 42 41 Georgia. So that was 83 there combined. 
Uh, and then I was, I think it was 96. 96 and 83. Two through is, though, for semifinals matchups, though. Two through is. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the best day, watching both the games. Oh, it was unreal. It's like the uh, beginning of the March Madness term. We always say the, week, the first weekend's the best. Yeah, first weekend's the best. First weekend's uh, the best. I don't know. I think everyone wants to pick the over. College does tend to have a lot of scoring. There's more broken plays, runaway, like, mm-hmm. runs and stuff. Hear this, I though. Know, 63. Hear I don't know. Does I don't think. I don't know if TCU can get over 30. I don't know. I, I would have said they couldn't have against Michigan. I thought they were just going to get 30. I, I think I said my prediction was 35, 31 or something. I can't remember what it was. I had Michigan I think you're in that game. like 32, 28, Georgia, something like that. I think I had Michigan 38, 31 or something. But 35, 28, you said? Here's the thing. That's what I'm thinking for this game. 69 total points that were in the second half between TCU and Michigan. 69. In that second half, yeah. 51-45 finish, obviously. I think, didn't they have like a 40-point quarter or something? Yeah, 44 Close points in the it. third quarter. Oh. 44 points in the, in the third. Uh, it was, there was no defense. I mean, there were some long touchdowns in that third quarter. Long touchdowns. And there were multiple drives. Let me, let me just tell you the, the scoring drives. Michigan had a touchdown in 1 minute and 12 seconds for a drive. TCU had oh. six plays for 75 yards in 2 minutes and 7 seconds. TCU, another touchdown, three plays for seven yards because they got a pickoff for pick six. That was yep. a one minute, uh, one minute, 33 seconds. That was a pick six there by D. Winters. And then McCarthy had three plays for 59 yards in one minute and five seconds. TCU, three plays for 78 yards at 58 seconds. Oh and then Michigan, three plays for 65 yards at 46 seconds. And then also, I didn't mention the field goal Michigan had, you know, four-minute drive, though, seven plays, 63 yards. That was the first score in the second half. But that's multiple drives here. One, two, three, four, five, six, six scores in drives less than two minutes. Well, they're all like you said. They're all like two and three plays. Two, three plays, and then there's a pick Think six. About added that. That's in there. one set of downs, really. The pick six too doesn't you know? I technically I said yeah, a minute thirty. That's what the drive was, but the pick six itself is probably what ten seconds, five seconds. So, uh, pretty impressive though they could score that quick. Uh, as for Georgia, I mean, I'd though, love to see the over. I'd love to see the over. I don't know if it will actually happen. Sometimes you see teams score like fifty points. The next week they come back and they're not quite. They're not humming as much. You were right about Georgia though in that game because Georgia, I was saying to Ohio State, which I thought Ohio State would be in the game. I was right about that. I told you Ohio State would be in the game. But you did say before it, I think we were talking about Georgia-Ohio State, and I was saying I had Ohio State winning, and you said something about Georgia and being clutch, and they scored 18 points in that fourth quarter, um, and they only gave three points that fourth. So you were right about that. They do have a clutch factor, even though they don't really have to have it in many games because they're up by 40 in most games. Uh, but that game, they had it, uh, and they scored 18. They, yeah, they have a little clutch factor. And I also think Ohio State tends to fade towards the end of games, like they did against Michigan. I they faded, but also Georgia's defense was just so good in that fourth. They got the ball back and just kept scoring. I mean, three scores in that in that fourth quarter. That was a tired defense. Two I mean, scores. They were on the field almost all the game. Yeah, you're right. And they got a two point conversion. Factored that into. I mean, they had an impressive uh, fourth quarter there for Georgia. Yeah, they pulled up the two point conversion, and it was there was a lot of heat on Bennett. There was, yeah. You're there right. Like three guys in his face. It was a good throw. It was great. 42-41 final there. I mean, that was 83 points here. They had five and a couple missed kicks, too. A couple missed field goals by the Georgia there were. kicker. And a miss. Didn't uh, Ohio State miss one, too, I believe, right? They did at the end of the game to lose it. Two for four, and then uh, Ohio State's yeah. kick was two for three. So I it guess, comes up for kick. I, I mean, I tough. guess then the over sounds promising, but I think TCO's defense was actually pretty stout. So if you're looking at the two hot defenses. Yeah. I'd yeah. agree with you there. I mean, they start out the game with a pick six on defense, which is nuts. As I said, Bud yeah. Clark, huge pick six for that. Well, that's, that's what uh, gave TCU them the believability team. to stay in the game. You know, that's like the Patriots pick sixing uh, Kurt Warner 
to start the game. Back in 2001. Yeah, no, you start off the game with a with a statement if you get a pick six, especially a touchdown. I mean, any pick touchdown starting game is huge, but a pick six is just momentum that changes when you get a pick six. Um, but that TCU defense isn't anything to you know to gawk at. I mean, they have, they have some good players over there. D Winters, Bud Clark, both of them made some big plays in that game for TCU. But also, you look at Georgia's team; it's all first round picks. A lot of you know four or five guys. Yeah. And just the depth, you know, the second guy coming in is still. Yeah. And they have a really lockdown corner Ringo, so I mean he could take away, you know, one of your best receivers too. I mean that's another you gotta factor in. Yeah, he's kinda he's kind of a high risk player though. He lets up a lot of touches. Lot he of gives you a lot of cushion. He gives cushion, but Yeah, but he, he, he makes some plays, picks. He does, no, he's a great player. He tackles. I think he forced a fumble on Marvin Harrison Jr., but it went out of bounds. It did. It did. Marvin Harrison Jr. had a pretty good game in that game. No, you not. And then he got knocked out by the other guy in twenty two. Yeah, he got hit pretty hard. DB. He was yeah. five for one of six and two touchdowns though, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, no, well, that's what I mean. One guy, one good receiver can kind of take over a game. Yeah, in college, right. for sure. You're right. So we'll see how it goes. Obviously, but if I had to give a prediction, I'm going to go with Georgia getting the win here, 41 to 33. That's my prediction. That's my final right there. 41 33. A little bit odd, I guess, going with the third odd score there with 33 for TCU. But uh, we'll obviously see how that goes. But I think they go over that. So my prediction, I said 41 33. You have Georgia winning. A lowest scoring one, right? Was it 35-28? Yeah, 35-28. So a little bit lower scoring. Um, I hope it's I hope it's fifty to you know fifty one, but yeah, I think that honestly make for a good game. Uh, you know, those are the fun games to watch. I think that college football playoff semifinal, though, both of those were just thrilling games to watch. That was one of the best college football every year, games every year. Yeah, I think uh, it disappoints. So that's why we got to have a bigger playoff. That semifinal, though, was probably the best semifinal champion, you know, for the championship to see who goes to the championship. Uh, if you're looking at it right now, we got Matt Stafford walking out with the team captains. There we go. Georgia. Ready to go. <laughs> so you're going to take Georgia to win that, I'm sure. But, uh. Ladanian Tomlinson's with TCU. All right, TCU might win. Stick for the coin toss. TCU might be there. Uh, TCU might be money right now. TCU has some players, though. D Winters, that's one guy to players watch out the, for. You wanted to talk players of the game? Yes, yeah, so players of the game. If, and this isn't always how it correlates. It's not always whatever quarterback has a better game wins because obviously it could have been in the running game situations. Obviously, you know, whether your offensive line has a bad game, your defense isn't great. That always factors in which quarterback do you think has a better game? Are you going with Stetson Bennett for Georgia? Are you going with obviously Max Duggan and TC? Because I know you like Duggan. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with Duggan. I think Duggan's going up against a tougher opponent, and um, I think he's got to do a little bit more. Bennett's got – he's got more help. He's got the running backs too. And obviously yeah, with Kendra Miller backs. being out. That's a tough loss there for TCU. Good tight ends, Bowers, the other guy. Yeah, Bowers is a beast. I didn't mention him. Bowers is going to be a first-round pick, yeah. too. That's another first. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully for the pass. You could use him. Could use him. Good. Good blocker, too. Um, but that's the thing. I would probably say I'm going to go with Stetson Bennett having the better game. He lit it up last year in the college football playoff finals. Um, obviously, I didn't think they were going to win that game, and he impressed me in that game. And ever since then, I never doubted him, even though I still thought – I did say Ohio State would be in that game. That wasn't really doubting him, though. I just thought Ohio yeah. State was a good team. Um, so we'll see. But his thing with TCU, being underdogs all year and then being 5-7 and seven last year and getting Sonny Dykes, the head coach, and then obviously uh, Heisman candidate and Max Duggan, anything can happen in this game. So yeah, I guess it'll be a fun one to watch. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Duggan has the better game. Mm-hmm. I also will say, a lot of times the uh, lower seed that you don't expect to win it does win. I think Ohio State won the first year as a four seed. Yeah, they were a four. They snuck in. Yeah, and got and it's probably won. better for the cultural playoff if TCU wins because the expansion makes more sense. It's like how many other teams could have gone on a run like TCU just did. You're right. You're right. No, that makes a difference. I mean, this would actually be the first time if Georgia were to win, though. This would be the first time any team's gone back-to-back. So there's two stories here. 
the long, yeah, great. the greatest long shot ever to win the college football playoff final in TCU being 201 before the season started, not even having one vote in the AP top 25 before the season started, and then also Georgia winning back-to-back. There's two great stories either way. Um, but like you said, I mean, I think it would obviously make for a great game if it were to be highest scoring, like a 51-50. I just don't know if that's going to happen. I think it's going to be highest scoring at 41-33, but both getting in the 50s might be tough since Georgia's no, defense is so yet. good. The both defense are pretty good, and I think Georgia's defense is too good to let up 50. I mean, there's overall so much, so much talent on that team. I mean, the most they gave up in a single game this year was 27 points or 30 points. It was before last week was 30 yeah, points to LSU. Week, yeah. Last week, obviously. 30 points to LSU in the regular season. Uh, that was the actually the SEC championship. But uh, that's the most they gave up before the college football playoff. And then obviously last week giving up 41 was the most they gave up in a single game uh, this season. But before that, 22 points twice to Kent State and Missouri. That was the most they've given up before playing LSU and Ohio State. So they don't give up 50 ever. So that'd be nuts if they were to give 50. But I guess you yeah. never know. I think that point differential for the year was like 200 or something. Oh, they something only nuts. 12 games. I mean, 14 and 0. 14 and 0. And just yeah. blowing teams out. But I do like Max Duggan have a good game, though. I do like their story. And I'd Me root too. for them either way. Root for them either way. But I know you're a Georgia fan. So got to hope Georgia gets a win at the end of the day. Uh, but anything else you want to add in? That's it. Good, hopefully it's a good game. Good teams to root for, both of them. Hopefully one that uh, we'll remember forever. Hopefully it's a high-scoring game. Those are, those are obviously the best games, ones that go down to the wire. Like last year, went down to the wire. Little, little teaser. We're looking forward to the uh, Trevor Lawrence-Joe Burrow rematch in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> You're right. You're right. We'll be back for that. we got to do an uh, NFL preview uh, maybe later in the week, like Friday. Once we know which players are yeah. playing, if we, whenever we know two is in a row, or Teddy Bridgewater's in the row, we'll do a preview and obviously give our predictions. Guy. Uh, for Wild, Super Wildcard Weekend. should be fun. But uh, anyways, right. Mike, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure having you on. The sports guru, Mike Hurley, the best in the business. All right. Enjoy the game, Joe. You as well. So there you have it. The sports guru, Mike Hurley, coming back to the podcast to talk about Georgia versus TCU. Obviously a great game tonight. TCU, the last time they won a national championship was 1938. Then you got Georgia. They won last year. This will be the first time ever in the college football playoff era, which started in 2014 for a team to win back-to-back titles. So... Having two straight titles is a great story, and then winning their first title since 1938. On the other side of the TCU would be a great story as well. Obviously, you got the mailman Stetson Bennett playing versus Max Duggan. Also, another Heisman candidate this year. Both those guys were Heisman candidates, respectively. Neither one ended up getting the win. Ended up being USC quarterback Caleb Williams. But should be a great game tonight. As I said, my prediction is 41-33. to with Georgia winning their second title in a row. But either way, it'd be a great story. I mean, just rooting for a good game at the end of the day. Uh... That's really all you want, especially considering how good the semifinals games were. You just hope the finals game is just like that. So we'll see how the game goes tonight. Obviously, hoping for a good game and a good battle. And one last thing I want to say before I close the episode is just let you guys know that this is my 100th episode of the podcast. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. No matter where you guys started listening, whether it was episode 1, episode 20, episode 35, episode 98, episode 100, thank you guys so much all the time that you guys have taken to listen to this and give me feedback. And also come on the episodes as a guest, whether you're coming on on the radio or on the podcast. Thank you guys all for every step of the way. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to more episodes to come on the radio and on the podcast as well. So I'll keep you guys posted when I'm back on the radio at BC. I'm going back to BC in just a week, so I'll have my new schedule and everything set up then and hopefully have a consistent day every single week that I'll be live on air on the radio on WZBC AM Sports Radio. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this. And thank you guys for every step of the way in all 100 episodes. As I said, no matter if you started listening at episode 1, 2, 25, 40, 55, 80, 85, 100, 
Thank you guys so much for everything along the way. It's much appreciated, and it means a lot to me. Thank you.